welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode one fifty eight. Dakota's laughing. This I just love good. when you start with a smirk on your face. It just—I don't know—it makes me smile. Keep, no, this is staying. This is all in. This is in. This is in. One fifty-eight presented by Parse Rum. I love Parse. You love Parse. Parse is my favorite rum. It's the rum for whiskey drinkers. Go to Benny's. Go to your local liquor store. Ask about Parse. Get some Parse. Ask about Parse. If they don't have Parse, ask them to get Parse. Dakota's got a story about Parse. I drank some tonight. Have we you have introduced your new teammates to Parse? Uh, yeah, the, my two roommates at least. Uh, Who are your two roommates? Yeah. Care to care to tell us? Yeah, uh, their names Cooper Brune and Brant Broussard. One's a middle infielder and one's a pitcher. Broussard, Zach, is Zach that- knows. I'm I'm always friends with middle infielders. I don't know what it is. Yep. I was gonna ask, is Zach in like trouble now? New middle infielder living with Dakota? Like, are we should be nervous? Come on now, five nine will always have my heart. That's what I'm talking about. Zach five doesn't. Nine and eight, they ain't going anywhere. Dakota Dakota doesn't like to live with corner outfielders, so he like he'll like that's, be like, hey man, got a place. Don't want to don't want to live with you though. Just so you know, that's how we're gonna start. We're not no, we're not getting into that again. We've it's done a little bit enough. of a late night episode. Just want to tell the people a little bit of a late night episode. Tom is grinding. Tom's with us. We appreciate you, Tom. Tom, thank you for staying late. Dakota, Tom's- I did see when you tried to reposition yourself. Are you sitting on an outdoor lawn chair that oh, is your dude. indoor chair? So listen. So I, I just moved into my apartment today and it's actually a super nice apartment, but it didn't have like a chair or anything. And I didn't bring one from home when I traveled because I didn't really have any like gaming chair, I guess. So I went to Kroger today and I was just getting groceries and I saw like these lawn chairs and they were like 14 bucks. It's like one of the fold up ones. And let me tell you, I don't fit in it and it is not comfortable. I can it get behind that. Horrible. I can get behind that though. It's really bad, but it was 14. And I was like, ah, but the thing is, it's so bad. I think I'm going to return it and then go to Costco, the goat shout out Kim Meccas, my mother she works there play of the month three times. No big deal. <laughs> um, and probably get a real nice one there for cheap, cheap price because that's all they have. There's great prices. That yep. is not a free ad. My mom works there. I, and when I was playing in Myrtle, um, in 16, for what 10 days before you got called no i played for the whole first half the whole first half (laughs) the whole first half in in myrtle we i you know lived with three other guys maybe four other guys at one point but i went to the local i think it was a walmart i think went to walmart and i got a fold up this black like fold up table that you look kind of like uh, one of the ones that you eat on in front of the couch and then a blue uh, folding lawn chair and my mattress was on the floor but that was my my room yeah tell you what you, you the, can't, you, there's sometimes you cannot beat that no how many but, times coming back like in the southern league we would bust everywhere obviously and you get back at like four in the morning and there's nothing else you want to do than go on your mattress on the floor just fall right in there yep we also had the first floor uh apartment and definitely could have died from spider bites Oh. being on the first floor like that Oof. we right outside of our apartment we saw one of the 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 brown black recluse look recluse brown recluse brown brown recluse. Recluse. recluse saw yeah. one of those outside and we we're yeah. like that oh. could kill all of us in our sleep that's good i'm all set yeah i've had to kill one spider here but it was in the living room not in my bedroom the, the ones in the bedroom are the ones that haunt me because then i'm laying in bed and i just feel like they're all over me hey people forget we had scorpions in the compound Sally Bunkers killed a scorpion. Only one or two made it inside, though. Yep. Yeah. No big deal. 
People forget. People do People forget. Do forget that's that. what we were we were delivering the podcast dealing with that. Yep. <laughs> we were under attack while yep. delivering. Are you guys watching uh Lakers Warriors? Tom, I it's am. not baseball. Don't don't kill us. I am. I have it on my TV right now, actually. I have it. Uh, don't tell me what's happening. Don't tell me what's happening. I have it. I have it recording so that I can watch it. You? It's you. Listen, what? I, that's, that is appointment television. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Why are you all of a sudden invested in this? Get some coin? I got some dough on one or the other? No. 61 mil riding on the Lakers? But but I do think <laughs> I do think that is an amazing series, and I hope whoever wins that series continues on to the finals because that'll keep my attention. But if they lose them out, it's kind of how I feel. And that's I, Curry playing basketball is one of the most fun things to watch. And I think LeBron's legacy is just a fascinating story. I get behind that. That's what I was going to say is it's a great point because like it's two of the top five. I don't know. I don't know if I, depending on how you rank them top 10. I mean, I'm saying LeBron and Steph, I'm saying Steph's at least top I mean, 10. Steph's top five. Okay, fair. I said top five, and I was scared I was going to get shit on for that. No, no but yeah, no. I think it's two of the top five to ever play. Like that's pretty he's cool. Push, he's pushing top three. No, nah, he's top four. Curry's. I mean, Curry's thirty five, still doing it at an insanely high level. LeBron's, LeBron's thirty eight, still doing it at an insanely high level. The fact that he's changed the way that he plays to fit more into the scheme of the team is amazing. I mean, he's basically. What eight ten look assists, at, eight to ten rebounds a game. Look at this basketball expert. It's just it's amazing. It's amazing thought. that he continues to be a dominant force into his upper thirties. And I can't wait till we get to talk football in a few months with you, Ian, because you you've changed. I like this. Uh Ian. also shout out Blackhawks got the number one overall pick tonight. Yes. Um, so Blackhawks are Connor back Bedard. officially. They I'm won to big, Bedard sweepstakes. Yep. Yeah, but they really like didn't hockey, they openly so. tank? Like no, openly tank. No. They had the third best odds. There was two teams that the Anaheim Ducks and Columbus Blue Jacks had better odds. But my buddy, I have buddies that are from Chicago. And I said to them, I was like, do you think the NHL was letting Connor? So Connor Bedard is going to go number one. He's supposed to be like the next McDavid. I was like, do you think they're letting him go to Anaheim? Like, no offense to Anaheim, but like Chicago is a hockey town. Like he was going to like, they were going to make sure Chicago got him. Just for fan, just for ratings. Conspiracy theory? Uh, 100%. I mean, they had the third best odds. It wasn't like a crazy, like 10th best odds got the first overall pick, but it was a team that it was like, where would the NHL want him to go? Chicago was pretty high on that list. I bet. So we were, we were in like the, uh, third inning tonight and the bleachers started going crazy. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, I look around, like they're just, everyone's freaking out. Like, yeah. And then it gets louder and louder what is going on? And the batter gets out and I kind of walk towards bleacher Jeff in the left field corner over there. And he goes, black Hawks got the number one pick. It's like, I'm a big hockey guy. I'm a big hockey guy. Way in. Hey, you dropped, you dropped the first puck, right? You dropped the puck, whatever they call that. What do they call it? I didn't drop the puck, but I did do the shot. The puck in between periods, try to shoot it into the thing. Got it. Black Hawks Jersey. Not a big deal. Tom black. Hawks. Here's a stat for you. Um, in the first hour since they won the no, number one overall pick, they have sold one point one point nine million dollars in season tickets since an hour since they won the lottery. I'm gonna get my season tickets tomorrow. You don't even live in Chicago in the off season, guys. Sign me up. Okay, I'll come back for Blackhawks game. He Black has Hawks to. Hey, money doesn't you know doesn't come with you. You got to get rid of it. Got to use it. Blackhawks guy. Just sue me for supporting the teams. Cubby's had 
Cubby's had some uh, had some special guests come through recently. We had Kenny Chesney come through. Ooh. We had Sebastian Maniscalco come through. You love him, though. Isn't that your guy? That's my guy. I didn't get to meet him. That's who you introduced us to at the compound. Yep. Yeah, I didn't get to meet him. I feel I was really upset about it, actually. That is tough because I know you like what happened. How come you didn't get to meet him? You know what, Tom? (laughs) I'll tell you what happened. (laughs) I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. honest I went to I went to his show in Austin. Tried to pull some strings, texted a few of my famous friends and tried to <laughs> tried to go meet him backstage this was bef- this was pre-extension correct yeah pre-extension yeah, tried to so. meet him backstage He's a chicago guy chicago guy i'm like Help me. maybe nothing crickets didn't uh didn't want to didn't think he wasn't really went into that before a show so kind of got big league there that's okay it's okay uh <laughs> so yesterday it's, it's fine. yesterday he's thrown out a first pitch Maybe I was uh, being presented with a gold glove award before the game. I saw and, that. Sick. Uh, that was dope. You and Dan's BTS. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. So I had a lot going on. Family's kind of on the field and, and taking photos. And then I saw him, but then I was doing the photos and I saw him and then I was trying to get ready for the game and it sped up on me a little bit. I also re- remembered that time he didn't want me to come backstage and say hi to him. So I was a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think that's, I think the latter. We're going to go with the latter. Yeah. It sounds cooler. Yeah, I'm not going to say it sped up on you. I'm going to say you were like, hey, man, you didn't want to meet me. I don't want to meet you. Yeah. I really wanted to say hi and be his best friend, but no, it didn't work out for us. Maybe I can't talk to you. I'm getting my gold glove award. Uh, I'm a little too busy, actually. He was wearing number eight, too. They made him a Maniscalco eight jersey. You know, the guy makes people laugh for a living. You know, you you get gold gloves, you know, make all star teams. I still I still would love to meet him. Still would love to meet him. He's say, hey, man, high on my list. Hey, you you ever made twenty million in a year? <laughs> Maybe Probably. I don't know. Yeah, could be. I don't know he's what comedians that, make. A, yeah, I have no idea. But he's got he's pretty famous. Hey, the uh, the old fire alarm got pulled last night at like twelve forty five. We were sleeping. Oh, only one floor, but we had to go down twelve flights of stairs last night. Was that in a hotel? Yes, in Cle- we're in what Cleveland. Ho- are you in the? You, you sent a message one? to the Guardians today about that. You said, yeah, you know can't get us are you in the, are you in that nice hotel yes and well, you know what's crazy is that shouldn't be allowed to happen at nice hotels like that it did and we went outside and all of a sudden you see miguel cabrera come outside at one o'clock in the morning with basically flip-flops a sweatshirt and shorts on and he's just like what is going on Oof. and then i mean it was loud and it was especially in today's day and age where we are in the world like you don't know what was going to happen and it was just like the whole thing was sketchy. I was basically dreaming. I didn't understand. Like I, w- it, you just hear this loud ass alarm saying like, "This is an emergency. Please exit the building immediately." And we're just like, Did anything yeah. happen or somebody just pulled the thing? No, nothing. Just one floor. So half of our like, our, we have like a little group message, and like half of the people are answering, half aren't even saying anything. Half are like, "Hey, am I going down right now?" Like, "Hey, let me know if it's serious. I'll leave." You know, like it was horrible though. It went off twice. I will say that area where that hotel is in Cleveland is not the best. You don't really no, want no, to no, no. Kind of sketchy. It's kind of sketch. Yeah. But. Oof. Yeah, it was tough. Tough for some of the boys. We, we prevailed, though. They won. We won. They. We. We. Yeah, we won. We, we won. They, the boys. I was going to say the boys, and then I switched it to we. Zach, can you talk to us for just a second about uh, Javi Baez and how uh, insanely in fuego he is right Bro, now? That guy's locked in. He uh, had something today. Today he struck out for the first time 
in six games, I think, six or seven games, like 30-something at Javi! Bro. Oh, my God. It's insane. Since that day that um, in Toronto when he forgot the outs, like, he has gone absolutely insane. And Dude. it's it's fun to watch just because, like, you know, obviously, as you've seen him before, like, up close and personal, like, guy's a generational talent. You know, and he like it's going, dude. And he's that's the hot. thing, it like the most fun yeah. baseball to watch on the planet. Yeah, he I, he's just locked in, bro. Like he's walking, he's getting hits line to line. Doesn't matter who it's off. Of. I think he homered for th- in three straight games this week at some point. Like I saw I saw a swing that he took where he hit a poolside Yamo at your place. Kind of one of those one of the first homers when he started to get hot. Against the Mets last week, right? And I was like, that looks really slow and early and like vintage, like Javi, bro. And that was pretty. And the you know, when he gets that shit going and gets that tip really early, and it looks like super dangerous, and like "Ah!" that's when he starts going, and then he'll go tip that thing, and then before you know it, a ball's going. That way, a thousand miles an hour, and then that way, a thousand miles an hour. And it's like, whoa, bro. So he got hit by a pitch a week and a half, two weeks, probably two weeks ago. Um, came out of the game, it was against Peralta when they were playing the Brewers. Got hit by a pitch in the hand, like looked bad, but and ended up x rays being fine. Was in there two days later. So the last game against the Mets, last AB gets hit in the hand, same thing, wasn't wearing a pad. And I mean, this thing, it swelled up. Like I'm playing, I go out and I play second base for the last inning. Um, and I mean, you could see it's bruised and he's just like, yeah, fuck it. Like I'm good. You know, it's not broke. And like he, he, he's just, he is just a hundred miles an hour all the time. Like he's like, yeah, I'm good. Like if it's not, if I can play, I'm playing. That guy, I think one of the most, you know, hobbies caught some, I don't know, just for the, the first year in Detroit or whatever. Javi is an absolute and total gamer. Yeah. He's an absolute and total gamer. He will go out there no matter what. I mean, you know, he was our everyday shortstop for years. And it didn't, it didn't matter. There would be little things. He would have, he had a, he always had like a little hand thing that would flare up. He would have like these little things and like the players knew it. But it would never keep him out of a game. It would yeah. never keep him from posting and being out there for nine innings. You know, <laughs> he would do his like little back thing or <laughs> something with her. But he's always he's always out there, and he's um, it's really nice to see him dominating and doing what he does. That's because so he's, that's he's, the, the thing, baseball needs him right. as that player. Like he's, that's exactly like it's nice to see it because like I came up obviously with the Cubs and like Javi was. Like the coolest thing ever. Like he was on He's the cover. Guy guy. Yeah, He's like guy guy. cover on the show. Like anything he wore was in, you know. And like it's people don't like they I don't for some reason like don't remember how good he was. And now they're seeing like, oh my god, Javi's locked in, and it's just like, yeah, bro. Like you know, I saw that and saw that in spring training every year. Saw it, you know, like just every game that was on in the locker room. It's just like. The guy, he's fucking good, man. I feel like that's what kind of happens when you go to a I – don't, I don't think the Tigers are a small market team, but, you know, like a smaller market team. Like Chicago's like up there with like New York and Boston and L.A. Like you see them on national TV all the time and like the Tigers just aren't 
on there all the time. So it's just not seen as much. So people forget, like you said, how electric he is to watch play. Yeah. And bro. when you're not winning, yeah. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. When you're not winning or you have a year that is a down year like the Go Tigers had last year, you just you don't get those games and you yeah. don't get like you don't get the exposure. You know, when a team's winning and they're in it and they're competing for divisions and they're playing like that's when the best players on that team get the spotlight and you get to see it. So I have I remember you said that Javi's one of those guys that when the ball hits his bat the right way, it makes that sound. We all know that. This is kind of a different yeah. sound when a guy really gets it. And obviously he was scuttling last year, but he won, I believe, over the Green Monster when I went to Fenway last year. And it, it made that sound. It was like, oh, that guy's, even if even if he's not that guy right now, that guy's still in there. You know, he's like, still in there. Dude, I've never seen anybody be able to go backside right a righty go opposite field at Wrigley the way he could there there's very few people because of the way the ballpark dimensions are and because of the wind and everything righties hitting opposite field home runs in Wrigley is very rare it just doesn't doesn't happen all that often he was one of the guys that I was like oh my god he would Mm -hmm. hit some balls backside and just be like bro he's also he's he's beating the shift like that area Probably, you know, I've been up for a week and a half, probably hit probably five times over there. And it's just like, yeah, I can do that too. Yep. All good. He's got it all. Well, and coming up, you had him and Solaire hitting BP together and Schwarber hitting BP together. And it was like, well, that's pretty fun to watch. Mm -hmm. That group one, different. That group one, when I came up, that group one was. They'd make you feel bad. It was Chris Bryant, Javi Baez. Anthony Rizzo, Kyle Schwarber. Does Rizzo have a good BP? Rizzo's BP is beautiful because he starts choked up Tony. Oppo. And so he takes like six swings and he just hits these like disgusting bleeders to left. And they're just like. And then he starts to open it up, hits a couple line drives to center next round. And then before you know it, he's late. He's going leg kick Homer. Oh, it's huge monster You're swinging a 34 and a half hitting a mammos kb his bp he'll start like top spinning shit like bleh, bleh, bleh. and before you know it he's hitting balls off the scoreboard javi and schwab are just launching and then i would come in and group two and be like guys um are you sure that we're gonna do that today you i'm gonna take an eagle list bp today yeah i'm just gonna hit the ball in the in line drives i'm not even trying to hit homers over here it was tough BP to follow. It was tough. I mean, our our group one BP thrower, Juan Cabrera, aka PP, throws the most money, like perfect BP, and it just fades right into the bat. And it's like the best home run derby BP ever. And those guys are just absolutely waffle shit. If the women's blown out of Wrigley, they'd have to go get more baseballs. Ian. Yes. We had the return today of Willie. To Wrigley, he was back to Wrigley. Yeah, they played a nice tribute video before him, uh, before the game for him. Um, a lot going on with him, uh, and everything, but I didn't get a chance to talk to him. We didn't take, uh, we didn't take BP today because it was raining, so I didn't get to get to see him. Um, but he did, he did, uh, hit a double off the wall and drove in another run. So he hit a ball at like 118. He did hit about 117 and a half that DNC made an amazing play on. I was curious to see. I texted you guys about it. I texted you, Hap, and asked you 
I was curious to see the reaction he'd get coming back because yes, he was on the world series team. Correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And he was there forever. And like the fans loved him. I just feel like the one thing that made me question, like, is he going to get cheered or booed is when he went to the Cardinals and said like, this is a better organization. I feel like that was the one where I was like, ah, you might not get the reception you may deserve because you made those comments. Would you say it was like overall a positive reception, his first at bat? Yeah. Well, first of all, let me say that he's one of the guys that definitely drinks athletic greens. He's a great athlete, and all great athletes have one thing in common, and that's that they take care of their bodies. That starts the whole body health. A lot of them go to AG1. AG1 is great for recovery, for workout or after workout. I've drank it at night. AG1 is so much more than green powder. It's all your health products in one. Set yourself up for success with 75 high-quality ingredients that give you key daily nutrients, long-term and long-term gut health support. Comprehensive solution is what you need for your supplement routine. Athletic Greens is giving you one year, one free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash compound. That's athleticgreens.com slash compound. Um, I think it was, I mean, definitely when, when it's hard, right? Cause you, they play the tribute video and I think it was pretty warm reception for him. Then, um, you know, I went out in the dugout and made sure that I was there to, you know, he, he was there for seven years. He started three all-star games. He won a world series. Like he contributed a lot to the organization, but then he's playing for the Cardinals and competing against the Cubs. So it's hard. Um, you know, he went up for that first at bat and it, it was a little bit of a mix. I think some of those comments probably, you know, Cubs fans, it's hard. You know, Cubs fans probably took those the wrong way. You know, he got uh, he got a hit in his first at bat, and I think it was kind of a mix. And then hit a double, uh, kind of a mix too. You know, it's probably tough coming back and and dealing with that um, after playing there for so long. And yeah, you know, he plays with a ton of emotion. That's who he is. Um, yeah, and that's what like I know it's. I mean, not something you would say, but I just think the comments to me were just tough like I didn't think they were necessary to say like oh I'm in a better organization now like they run it better over here like I felt like he could have just left and said this was a better opportunity for me like I got paid a good amount of money I can take care of my family for life like th this was a better chance for me it was more the fact that he not took a shot but just kind of like said how the Cardinals are better than the Cubs and I was like I mean that wasn't really necessary because the Cubs loved you like they supported him all the way through. And like you said, he is a very eccentric player. And I feel like the Cubs fans really took him in and loved him in his time with the Cubs. So, I mean, I, I expected kind of some boos and some cheers and it sounds like that's what he got. Cause I, I was actually watching his first at bat and that's kind of what I was expecting was some people to boom and some people to be like, Hey, like you were still part of some incredible runs. We appreciate everything you did. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of what the reception was like, and definitely the people that appreciated what he did in the Cubs uniform, and then the people that look at him as a Cardinal now. It's always it's always tough. It's one of those things like the same like Tom knows like you go Yankees to Red Sox, Red Sox to Yankees, like Cardinals to Cubs, Cubs to Cardinals, Dodgers Padres are a growing rivalry. Like when you switch into a in division rival, there's always going to be some people that are upset about that just because it's like hey we hate these guys like what are you doing you're not supposed to go there you're supposed to hate them while you played here 
and now you join them like that's not supposed to happen Tom? i was just gonna ask you guys uh because when we were talking about i went to the yankee game tonight and you guys were asking if i was booing aaron hicks and i said i was <laughs> i'm curious as players what how do you feel about booing do you feel i don't know if we've had this conversation before i apologize if we have I don't think we have though. Where are you guys in terms as players in terms of, do you think people shouldn't boo? Do do, do you bother you when people boo? Do you not care at all? Do you think fans should boo? I'm just kind of curious what you guys think. I think the booing is fine. Like I, I think that's part of sports. Like you sign up for it when you go out and play. I think there's some hecklers that go too far. Like when it's, like certain comments that are made that are just unnecessary. But I think like just straight booing, like I don't see any problem with that. Like I I like exactly like like Johnny Damon when he signed with the Yankees, when he went back to Fenway, like I'd boo him. Like you're not supposed to go there. Like we hate each other. We have to hate you now. You we loved you when you were here. You were one of our favorites, but now we hate you. Like you went to the enemy. So yeah, but like some like I said, some fans take it too far and like just say stuff that I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, I agree. We're human beings. Like you can't say those things. Like I think it's all, we're it's playing all a sport game, right? It's mm-hmm. all part of the game. But like when you cross a line, it's like, what are we doing here? Yeah. And we've all heard comments like that that are like, yeah, I mean, come on, man. Like I don't come to your work and just scream at you while you're trying to work and just say I, how much you suck at what you do. Give me a pen. <laughs> I think because of where i've played i don't like booing at i don't like booing home fans booing home players i can get behind that as well and i think because at wrigley and the cubs fans like it's so rare like i it's it's happened but it is so so rare at wrigley field the Cubs fans are, they don't boo their home players. They're so supportive. doesn't matter what you've been through. Like the, the next at bat, they're wanting you to succeed and do well and, and come through in the situation. And it's always something I've appreciated about Cubs fans. Um, you know, I think away fans booing players is fine. You know, that's part of the game. And like, yeah. you, if you do something or if you have that reputation that you get booed by, the away team like it's generally a compliment or you've said something that they don't agree with and well, yeah that's what i was like, gonna say it's been said multiple times i think even jeter said it like they don't boo nobodies like you don't go on the road and get booed if you're a nobody like yeah, that just doesn't like, happen like yellow yellow said that stuff about darvish um that tweet about darvish that nobody needs help facing you after darvish <laughs> said the thing he gets booed at wrigley every time now and like Ryan Braun always got booed at Wrigley and and even, um, you know, when enough Cubs fans would come to Milwaukee. And, like, I always thought, you know, those things are, like, within the bounds. But I, you know, it's just when you hear home fans boo their own players, that one for me is tough. It's tough. It's it's so hard to play like that, I'm sure. Like, I mean. It's, a, it's not going to help, right? Like, no. It's not. Like, if, I, you're, if you're a right. fan, if you're a fan of the team and you're rooting for the team to succeed, right? You need every player to be playing as good as they possibly can be to help the team win every day. And so when, if you're a player and that's the city and those are your fans and they're telling you, boo, you stink, you know, that is, that's a really hard thing. And like, Tom, you probably made a negative impact on the Yankees today. Uh, I'm going to say this, Aaron Hicks got booed mercilessly three times then hit a ball into the second deck. So if anything, I feel like I motivated him 
because he's hitting what is he hitting right now? 143, and he's hitting 204 over his last 184 games with a six with a six one th- six one three OPS. Hey, we're not putting players down. Well, we're not doing it. I I agree. I agree completely with Ian. Like when it's your home fans booing you, like that's just like you don't think like he knows he's struck. like that's my my biggest thing is like you don't think Aaron Hicks wants to do well like he, he's not happy either like there's no way he's enjoying hitting poorly like no one likes to do bad and I just feel like at home that's tough like just at home that that's got to hurt even a little extra Tom, like go ahead your your peers booed Aaron Judge in his MVP season well, listen, hold on your peers. those are your friends those are your people that's slop they did I agree. that I agree I, I think in certain circumstances... You were there. You were doing it. You don't have to lie to kick it, Tom. It's not a lot. This would, guy's a bum! Would never boo Aaron Judge. <laughs> would never boo Aaron Judge. Aaron Hicks, after three straight no. years not being a major league quality player, I might boo him. Yes. I, I, I That's why I wanted to ask your opinion. Because I went with my girlfriend tonight, and she was upset that I was booing him. Because she's like, isn't he on Thank the Thank you. Team? Thank Wired? you. Yes. Thank you. So she's a keeper, Tom. She's yep. a keeper. Never met her. She then he hit the home run, and I was like, "See, it worked. The buoy worked." We got a lot of cheer. Your punishment that, that should be you can't cheer. You is a problem. Yeah, I'm off that, Tom. And that's that's, that's fair I think, enough. I I'm not saying I'm right. I honestly wanted your guys' opinion on it because I hadn't really thought about it until she said it to me tonight. Because especially at Yankee, it's it's funny you talking about the cult, the culture at Wrigley. The culture at Yankee Stadium is obviously quite different. Uh, right. A lot of a lot of couple Yankees were getting booed tonight, but especially Hicks. So how yeah, many Yankees were getting booed? IK IKF gets some booze. Uh, someone else, I think, struck maybe as Waldo struck out early and got and got some light booze. I mean, imagine coming to your no. home ball yard. The fans are wearing the same colors you are, wanting the same thing you are, and you walk to the dish, and you hear boo. Ooh. I feel like as a, as a that's the only way I can show my frustration with what's going on. So I do feel like it's a tool in my in my belt. That's how I feel about it. Man. I'm willing to reevaluate though. Like maybe I'm I hope I you will say I'm wrong, dude. I when this is my seventh season with the show Cubbies. Every year, you know, like when I came up, right, Riz and and they they announced the lineup when you go out 20 minutes before do your stretches, right? They announced the lineup. And there's X amount of fans there. Not all 40,000, but there's people there, right? And when they announced the lineup, like when I was younger coming up, like Chris Bryant and Briz would get the biggest ovation, right? And people who were just in the stadium, hanging out, getting ready for the way go, you know, Anthony hitting third, Anthony Rizzo. Like, it is one of the coolest things throughout my day when I'm stretching to get ready for work. And they announced me hitting in the three hole and... Wrigley gives me a nice big cheer. Like that is one of the coolest things when I run out to left field before the game and tip my hat to the people. That is one of the coolest things when I come up in a big spot and Wrigley gets loud as hell for me. Like that is one of the coolest things about like what I get to do every day. And if I was met with booze, boo, God, that would be absolutely horrid. Tom. I will say to Tom, Ian, what if you said- walked into John boy and Jimmy came out of his office and said, boo, boo. But here's the thing. Here's, I completely understand that there's the human element. I do think about that. And I, and I, as I said, I'm willing to reconsider my stance in this. 
But at the end of the day, we're paying for a product, right? That's how, this is what this is. It's an entertainment product. And this is a person who is not doing their job. Ultimately, he's not doing his job right now. I actually feel bad for him as we were kind of talking about before. I, I, I know he's absolutely working his hardest to do his best. And it's not his fault. I think it's the organization's fault. They need to just cut bait and let him go. So in some ways, the booing, in my opinion, my booing was more, hey, it's Yankees, off, wake up and let's move on from a guy. You're booing Cashman. Yes. Yes. And so you're hoping that your boos are heard in the front office and that they know the fan base is unhappy because that is the kind of thing that does lead to change sometimes. Tom, can I ask you a question? Yes. Are you flexing on the pod with your Delta uh, bracelet? Does that get you in a cool club? Are you in a cool club? We get free food at the game? What's going on there? Show us your wrist. What is that? <laughs> what is that? The uh, Delta Sky Suite. Yeah, it was a, it was a Monday uh, A's game. So the tickets happen to be more affordable to some <laughs> premium area. It might as well other been. Oh. So I did get to sit in a very special uh, place today that I normally would not. Oh, did Brent Rooker hit another homer? Brent Rooker did not hit another homer, though I think he was aboard twice on walks. And I was looking at his numbers and was like, Jesus Christ, Brent Rooker is hitting he he right one, one, one for three with two walks and a run scored. Not a bad day at the yard plays, there, Mr. Rooker. Plays in the show. Uh, Tom, what was the score of the way go? 7-2 Yanks. Feel good about that? Yeah, they uh, they went up 2 nothing. They scored all their runs on home runs, which is a little concerning, but we'll take it. You're never pleased, Tom. You are never pleased. Seriously. If they scored on sack flies. We only hit homers today. If they were scored on sack flies, Tom would be like, yeah, but we got no power in the lineup. Like, yeah, no they were all no rally killers. The they were all out. Okay, I've watched the Yankees for 27 years. This has always been a team that either scores on home runs and does, or does not score. So that's my concern. That's true. I'm not but saying home runs are bad. I'm saying Sometimes you like to see a team manufacture runs other ways. That's all I'm but saying. That's Hard not to the manufacture new- runs in the big leagues, Tom. You know when it's really easy? You know when you score every single time is on a homer, okay? Hitting three it's- singles is really hard. Everybody you. gets a touch home. And like you said, the New York Yankees have done it that way for forever. Like, they've always just been – like, they're the Bronx Bombers. Like, they just – they hit home runs. How did Tony do on- today? Tony do anything today? Did Rizzo? Yeah. Uh- he went two for three with a walk. Yeah, baby. I tried Oops. to call him earlier. He big leagued me. Ooh. I was going to say Yanks went up 2 nothing. A scored two in the sixth. Uh, started to get a little dicey, and then they were, I thought they responded really well, especially yesterday was a tough loss. They went up 6 nothing and then lost to the greatest team in the history of the sport, the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, so it was good to see them kind of respond tonight. I think that was a win they kind of needed. So- I was going to say, Tom, how does it feel – being 19 and 17 in last place in your division. My, my girlfriend had never been to the new Yankee stadium. So I was explaining one of the cool parts about Yankee stadium is the flags. They line them up in division order mm-hmm. uh, and it starts with the Yankees division. But then I, that meant that obviously I had to explain why the Yankees flag was last. Yeah. They are indeed right now in last place. And it's unfortunate because they're right behind the Red Sox flag too, which is real, it's a real double. It's a real double gut punch right there. <laughs> That is tough. Oh, did you see, um, Tom, I wanted to ask you about this. I saw, I think it was Sunday Night Baseball. They asked Mookie about, like, the Padres-Dodgers rivalry and, like, how that's growing into, like, a bigger rivalry and, like, how it compares to Yankees-Red Sox. And he basically said, like, it doesn't compare. Like, Yankees-Red Sox is a different breed. He said, they asked him something very similar. I believe it was him about the Dodgers-Giants rivalry as well. I think before that 21 playoff series. Yeah. 
basically said the same thing as well, like respect to both franchises, their historic franchises, but it's not on the same level. I do think it's interesting that I think the two last great like historic baseball rivalries are, are Cubs Cardinals and Yankees Red Sox. It feels like, and it feels like yeah. everything else to me is one step below that. Not that they're not great yeah. rivalries, but those have both the history and the hatred that really make them kind of special. The Yankees Red Sox like is legit, like absolute hatred of each other. Like it is, it's, it's appointment television when they play, no matter what their records are. I, as a child, play we we you know as a as a little leaguer you have like the, the big league uniforms so we had i was on the angels one year we went to a yankee game right after that yankee red sock on a saturday my father hadn't considered that i would be wearing a red shirt to a yankee red sock game mm. let me tell you the experience still sticks <laughs> with me to this day and i i couldn't have been more than this was the old stadium it must have been like 2007 so i must i couldn't have been older than 10 or 11 years old and People, people had some thoughts on my red shirt, you know? Last time I wore that to Yankee Stadium. Yankees fans don't care. They don't care how old you are. They don't want to see it. No. I think you're right, though. I think that those are the... I think I think you'll get little things that boil up in division. Like, I think the Yankees and the Rays have had a little bit of, little bit of bad blood. Um, I think the Blue Jays have had some bad blood with some of those teams in that division. Yeah, I know us in Milwaukee, you know, for, for a few years there, we're kind of going back and forth with the division. And then you have the West Coast. Um, and, like, I think those things boil up in division. With, we've seen teams a bunch of times. But, like, as far as true great baseball rivalries that year in and year out are, like, appointment television. It's like you said, like, the history is what makes it so big. Can I ask a question? Yes. But before I ask that question, let me tell you, Tom, some, I know you're taking your girlfriend to baseball games, right? I know that's what you're doing. You're like, let's go to a Yankee game. Have you ever thought about light box? Have you ever thought about a light box lab grown diamond? You know, it'll do all the work. Her birthday was last week. And I felt like when we read the ad on last week's show, I felt like I missed an opportunity to get her light box jewelry because it's great. Hey, guess what? There's always another holiday coming up. Okay, can always find one. Mother's Day is coming up this week. Memorial Day? Is Memorial Day soon? (laughs) Mother's Day is Sunday. Hey, babe, I got you some jewelry for Memorial Day. You would look like an absolute hero for that. Mother's Day is coming up. So if you're looking to make your Mother's Day, Lightbox makes lab-grown diamonds that you'll love with prices you understand. From sparkly studs to brilliant necklaces, these gems will make her jaw drop, whether it's for mom or your spouse or your new girlfriend, Tom. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds is guaranteed win. So this year, skip the socks. Instead, become MVP of Mother's Day with a gift she'll never forget. Use promo code COMPOUND10, 10% off your purchase. That is COMPOUND10. I believe the link is in the bio. I did actually have a question, though. It was about rivalries. Do you think that only playing two, two and two in the division, so only playing that team four times instead of six, do you think that will have an impact on rivalries? Mm. Yes. Yes. Yes, because there's less time for things to brew up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Yankees play the Red Sox in June, let's say, and someone gets hit by a pitch. They'd normally play each other again a few weeks later, and there might be some retaliation. But if they don't play each other for two months, like it's probably forgotten and washed away by that point. 
that's how a lot of things happen, especially like in AAA. You're playing six game seasons, like or six game series. series. Yeah, shit happens. Like you know, you yeah. get hit. You get hit early in this in the series. You get sick of each other. You get yeah, like something's someone's gonna get pissed off along the way, and that only happens more often in the big leagues. Especially you know, you're facing the same guy. Like especially if you if you draw the setup guy or the closer a few times in a big situation for two games in a row, three games in a row, then you get him again. And they do the same like scream or, you know, a, a hitter just owns somebody and they pimp a homer. Like someone's not going to be happy, you know? And like the more you keep playing them, something's just bound to happen. Yeah, I agree. The Yankees this season close with the Arizona Diamondbacks at home. That to me. Heated rivalry. Heated rivalry. He, I mean, 2001 World Series. Yeah, you know? they are still hey, pissed about Tom, that. Tom, we don't talk about. But come on, the fact Dakota, that, who hit the walk off? I don't want to say his name. Luis Gonzalez. Luis Gonzalez. Okay, it was off Mariano Rivera. It was a broken bat single. Who cares? Shut up. And I think it even into the outfield did it. I think it just got past the infield. I was thinking. I was thinking about it today because, and we only play the Cardinals, we have 12 games instead of 19. It used to be 19. 19. Yeah. So, yeah, we play him. That math was wrong. We play him. Is that math right? Four three game series? Yeah, brother. Four times three is 12. Sorry, guys. Uh, Didn't graduate college if you couldn't tell. He can just just count to 61 Um, million. So, you know, (laughs) we play him less. And I was was thinking about it because I'm looking. We faced Mikolas today and um, I faced him 15. I had 15 at bats against him last year. Like Jeez. it felt like we got him every time. And so like a guy like that, like can't possibly get him that many times, you know, over the course of over the course of this year. So it was just like you end up seeing these same guys over and over and over. And you do like the fan base and the rivalry. And like we played Milwaukee the first game of the season this year. And I think we finished with them too right at the end of September. And so like in the middle of the season, you see them every couple months that in the middle and it's so much different than feeling like it felt like we were always going to St. Louis or they were always coming to us or like with all the division teams. Um, And I do, I somebody brought it up to me the other day about the rivalries and if um, those would stay as intense with this balanced schedule. And I, I I don't think they will. And I think it's going to be interesting to see kind of what it feels like to win a division because really winning a division felt like, you had played that group so many times and you had like had to beat the division so many times to win it. And, you know, maybe winning the division now might feel more like you do did a good job out of the division or you won, but it, it'll be interesting. We just talked about what makes rivalries good is, is history. And the fact that we're eschewing that history, we're moving on from that history. We're, we're instead of playing 19 times, we're dropping it down to whatever it is, 12, 14, and so the the Yankees can go play the die or whoever, whatever team, whatever two random teams can play each other instead of Yankees Red Sox five more times. Like I'm okay if the Yankees don't play the Diamondbacks every season if it means they get five more games against the. I know, but that's probably that's probably very specific to four fan bases, right? Like, and and you know I am part of that, and you are part of that, but for, and I I've looked at it both ways, and I don't know what the right answer is, but. For all of baseball, for all of the sport, is it better that people in D.C. and New York and Florida get to see Mike Trout every year? Or is it, you know, is it better if we have 
six more Yankees Red Sox games and six more Cubs cards games? I don't know the answer. I I'm leaning towards it's probably better that everybody plays everybody and the schedule is balanced. And that the fact that the Yankees aren't competing for the wild card, having to play the NL East while the, you know, while the Rangers are playing the NL West. And like, then there's this, like the schedule's not the same, but the wild cards competed against teams that have played different, you know, um, interleague teams. Like it's probably better that it's balanced and it's probably better that all teams get to play everybody, but it is, it will be an interesting impact to see what happens to rivalries. And if there is realignment, like, what does that look like? Does that mean that the, you know, that there's more divisions that play, you know, teams that are closer to them and that creates different or more rivalries. I think that's an interesting topic for another day. I do agree though. Like, like the nationals, like in Washington, DC, like they get to play, like their fans get to see Mike Trout every year and Shohei Otani, like some fan bases that would never get those guys in town to be able to go watch them. That's probably good. But at the same time, like Tom was saying, like you're missing out on five extra Yankees, Red Sox games where, it could just be an electric factory. Like if, if things and like we were talking about the rivalries, like I feel like it depends on the year. Like I remember back with, what was it? Tyler Austin and Joe Kelly, like things really sparked back up back then. Like it kind of goes year to year. Like some years, like I think the Red Sox were down last year. So it wasn't really like a huge, like heated game every time. But now if they're both good and it's like September and they're both competing for a wild card slash winning the division, those games are electric like electric. people will pay to watch those games yeah, and i just I think, think that that yeah i think major league baseball will do i bet you they have to play in september right yankees red sox play in september they do they have one series yeah and i mean major league baseball will do a good job of making sure those games are scheduled towards the end of the year so that they matter if it comes up but i do think it's an interesting discussion over like what is the preferred setup i mean we're not going backwards but i i wonder if that'll have an impact at all i don't think it's too like i don't think there's a right or wrong answer like i don't think one way is like drastically different than the other i think it's just kind of on preference and like you said ian like there's four to six teams that would rather see their teams play their their like in division rivals more but there's 20 other teams that are like eh like, we don't really care who we play. Like, we'd rather have everyone come to our town. You know what there is no debate over, Dakota? Bruce, Bruce Bolt batting gloves. That's exactly right. Bruce Bolt batting gloves. You know those batting gloves that I wear with the lightning bolt on? Those are Bruce Swaggy. Bolts. I have a baby blue pair. I have a white with a baby blue pair. They're both online. BruceBolt.us. That is BruceBolt.us. Go check them out. I designed my two pairs with the founder, the all baby blue ones just dropped. There's a new shipment in, so they're not out of stock anymore. BruceBolt.us. Go check them out today. Um, Ian. Yes. That's what I was gonna say. Uh it's funny, like I've done this home run counter now for you guys, and it's gotten to the point where if like you hit a homer this past week, I'll have five tweets at me within five minutes saying, like, where's the tweet? Where's the tweet? And like the Cubs haven't even posted a video of your home run yet. And I'm like, can you like, let me get a second to breathe here. Like if I'm not on my phone, the second it happens, I got five, six tweets saying like, why didn't you tweet it yet? I'm like, just, just relax. Just relax. I, think it's you, I, it's I, I think you were a little busy when I hit my 
third I, over, which I is think we, we were like out at stretch and I came back in and like had a bunch of notifications. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll just say, yeah, I was, it was getting a lot of hand, getting a lot of hand six to two. I was a little bit, Zach was running away with it. And I hit that one and I come into my phone. I'm like, where's my tweet? Closing the gap. And there was nothing. There was crickets. Well, it was upset. I almost texted you. I almost texted you and said, what the fuck is my Well, it was also, you didn't start that game, correct? Was that the pinch hit one? Yeah, that was pinch hit. So that was the other reason is, like, I, I told you, like, I don't really watch a ton of baseball. I literally check to see how you two do and how, like, a couple guys do I've played with throughout the years. But other than that, like when I saw you weren't playing, like I didn't keep checking the box score. So I didn't really expect anything to happen. And then I all of a sudden had all these Twitter notifications and I was like, uh oh, I better hurry up and get this. But the thing is, I still tweeted it out and the Cubs had tweeted the video like 26 minutes before. I was like, that's not even that long a time. Like everyone relax. But I was upset. Do you have uh, an update for us on the counterclocks? Uh, The boys are seven and two. We we, uh, are hot, huh? We're we're an unbelievable team. We cannot lose. We came back on Sunday down 6-1, came back to win 7-6. Electric game. Love that. We're, we're on fire. We, we literally, I in one of our group texts, we are talking about the Tigers versus the counterclocks right now. We just, we can't lose ballgames. Neither team. You, we refuse to lose ballgames. It's insanity. Who's your best player? Um, who's Ronnie who's Dawson. in the counterclocks right now? Ronnie Dawson's been swinging it. He Ronnie Dawson from yeah, Columbus. Yeah, he was up with the Astros for a little bit. Yeah, he was with Columbus. Yeah. He went to Ohio State. Yeah, yep. we hit together once upon a time. He hit one the other night. <laughs> He's a stud of a human, huh? Yeah, it was one of those. He hit one the other night in the ninth. We were down like six two, and he hit it, and it was just one of those like you hear it and you see it, and I'm like, that is like your a swing on like the. Like if you could pick a perfect location to put a ball, you guys know this is hitters. You pick the perfect location, you pick your A swing, you hit it directly where you want. That is what happened, and it went seven hundred feet. It was like he hit a golf ball. Yeah, and and I said that to him after. I was like, that is like your dream. Like he put that in your honey pot, and you did not miss. Well, yeah, no boys, boys are hot. Hey, right now. when are we gonna get Tom a counterclocks hat? Uh, I mean, I don't know if I got those kind of strings around here yet. I don't, I don't have Tom. Can you, can you send a message to their social media people and say that you need a hat? You want me to go? I want you to reach out from the compound account and say, We're big fans of the counterclocks. Can you send some merch so that you can wear it on the pod? Sure, that sounds like a fun assignment. (laughs) All right, Tom. Tom, I need you in a counterclocks hat. Send me twenty bucks. I will send you the money if you want to buy it. I don't know where to. Do they have a team store? Yeah, yeah we got, we got a website. Tom? We got yeah. a website. Okay, buy a hat. I will send you a Venmo. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll wear it. I'll wear it every week. Please. I might want one too. That logo is sick. It actually is. It's kind. It's kind of like it's yeah. just hilarious. Like I told you, like we just have all these sayings. Like time to clock in. Like. <laughs> I, I don't know. A bunch more inappropriate. A bunch more inappropriate. It's a backwards one. C and they spill counterclocks and it's amazing. Yeah, it's hilarious because we just had the Kentucky Derby too, and you know, oh, we're doing it. That's right. Well, we were out of town, unfortunately. We were oh. in uh, Pennsylvania. Also, note Lexington's not where the Kentucky Derby is. Just so but it, no, but it's like it's in the state. In yeah, yeah, but it's in All the right. state. We're close. We're the capital. 
Everybody think. in Kentucky is all in on the Kentucky Derby. And the counterclocks. And the counterclocks. Should we do yeah, screen time for the people? Seven yep. and two. The, the boys are hot. Screen time. Tom, did you fix it yet? Tom, if you didn't fix it, if you didn't fix it, I swear to God. You're guys, not getting a hat. Guys, who are you talking? talking to Super Producer Tom. Of course I fixed it. Super producer, huh? Self-appointed? By that, I mean, it fixed itself on its own. I really didn't think I was going to have a number, but the number's here right now. So, Tom, that's what happened to mine. It just all of a sudden, like, I it just worked, and I was like, okay, we're good. Sloan is the world's leading manufacturer of commercial plumbing systems. Companies at the forefront of the green building movement and provides smart, sustainable, and hygienic restroom solutions by manufacturing water-efficient products, including... Sloan flushers, flush meters. Flush meters. Ah, I always think Sloan valves, flush meters. Faucets, sink systems, soap dispensers, and fixtures for commercial, industrial, and institutional markets worldwide. To learn more, visit Sloan.com. Give me your screen time, Dakota. I had, a, I had a tough one. We had an off day today, 546. Zach, 358. Ooh, competitive, Tom. 631. Ooh, still beat Tom. Let's go. Mine's updating. Ooh, 251 for me. 251. But remember, Ian's on the phone a lot. It doesn't yep. track phone calls. Yep. Remember when he started, he said it tracked um, GPS and it didn't? Yeah. I think it does. I think no, it, it does. No, no chance. It doesn't unless you have your screen on. Like if you have it up the whole time, then yes, it would track that. Yeah. But if you lock if you your that phone. Swap Google, uh, Google swap. Maps. Apple Maps is horrid. No free oh, ads. Apple Map is the go. That's episode 158 of the Compound Podcast presented by Parse Rum. Go to Benny's. Ask about Parse. Go to any place that you go and get your liquor and ask about. Go to any place that you go to get your liquor and ask about Parse and Ooh. tell them to buy it for you. Last thing. I, I did see a couple tweets we had from last week where people said it was the most Zach had talked on an episode in a while, and they were very they were very happy about that. So How were the numbers last nine. week, Tom? The people want more. Of I it. got a lot of compliments from that episode. The C, people want more ZS59. Anybody else in the clubhouse want to come on, Miggy? We can get <laughs> We got. I got a bunch of people. You got you to gotta sign off on them. Miggy, well, I mean, we sign I off. He's allowed. Dakota, have we gotten a text about all the people he wants to bring on? I, I don't think he's asked about anybody. I haven't seen Tom, how are the numbers? Good numbers? Great numbers. We're doing numbers. That's episode 158 of the Compound Podcast. We're going to be part of the See you next week.